Hello and welcome to Confessions of an Aging Ingenue. I am your aging ingenue, Jenny Tooley. So excited to have you here today. We are going to get started here in a minute, but first I want to extend a personal invitation to you to join us in the confessional Wednesday nights, first Wednesday of the month. Check it out at JennyTooley.com. You might even end up in the confessor seat. Okie dokie, here we go. Hey everybody, it's Jenny Tooley. How are you guys doing today? I hope you're well. Hope your holiday season is going good. I know for some people the holiday season is a wonderful time and for others it can be a difficult one. So whatever you need this holiday season, know that I am sending prayers and lots of love out to you. Today we're going to do a stuck story on Have I Told You About the Time? And uh, this this would generally be one that some people would probably say, mm, you shouldn't tell that story. But I'm going to tell this story because I think it's important. And I think it's something that some people probably need to hear. Have I told you about the time that I had a memorial service for all the dreams that didn't happen around my movie? Yes. You know, we set out and we do stuff. And we have expectations around what it's going to be like. Um, Sometimes we have assumptions about what it's supposed to be like that we don't even know we have. We have motivations about it. We have dreams around it. And uh, sometimes, and I, you know, actually most of the time, I'm going to say in my life, it doesn't turn out the way that I had planned it to. Sometimes it can turn out much better. Sometimes it looks like it's worse, but it's actually much better. I just didn't know that yet because I didn't know that I didn't really want what I thought I wanted. And uh, my higher power was like, yeah, you don't want that. (laughs) Let me, let me just tell you, you don't want that. You think you do, but you don't. Um, and sometimes, you know, it just sucks. So um, this today I'm going to talk about the dream around the movie, around the, the movie Stuck. <clears throat> so I've spent many years actually readjusting my expectations around this movie. When I first wrote it, you know, I had dreams of who was going to be in it. And um, I will say that none of the people that I expected to be in it were in it, but I love the people that were in it. They were amazing. And uh, honestly, I'm not sure that it would be as powerful of a story if we recognized stars who were in it because we'd be thinking about the stars instead of what the story is. Um, once I finished Stuck, so I've always, when, when, we were, when we were doing fundraising, I was applying to certain film funding grants. There are very few grants available for um, feature films because most feature films are films that are going to be commercially sold. They're money makers. Um, so, and that's not where grant money usually goes towards. But there are a couple people, a couple of organizations out there that, that do have grants for finishing funds for features. They're big names um, in, in the indie world. And I applied for all of them because I was supposed to and because I needed to do my due diligence and I paid them money to apply for those, which really kind of irks me that people charge for that. But we paid and and we didn't get into any of them. You know, we did not even scrape the surface of of those um, grant offerings. So, you know, I moved on. 
But again, reassessing consistently, what is my movie? Where does it belong in the world? Who is interested in it? Who is interested in me as a filmmaker? Um, as I did those and, and was applying to these kind of large indie film organizations, I started to realize that we didn't fit into that market. And that really wasn't what you know, I wanted to say, or some other people wanted to hear, because that's where, that's where all the little indie film stars come from. That's how your film gets noticed, is you get into the IFP market, or you get noticed by a women in film finishing fund, or you have a name attached that somehow makes, you know, makes you more noticeable. And that's where all the indie darlings come from, is, is a lot of these things. And festivals, right? So festivals. Sundance, South by, um, Tribeca, some of the top tier festivals, those are where the indie darlings are born. Now, my belief right now is they're born much earlier than before they get there, but some of them are born in those places. Um, as we moved toward submitting films to, and making our festival strategy, I was really coming to grips with the fact that we were not going to land in any of the top tier festivals. I wasn't saying that out loud to anybody. I was following through with what we needed to do and promoting and doing everything that we needed to do for that. But in my heart, I knew that this film wasn't gonna land in those places. But we spent the money anyway and we did everything we needed to do. And then again, I readjusted strategy, readjusted my thinking around it and said, okay, where are we going to play? Who is going to appreciate our film and who needs to see our movie? So that brought us down to some other different festivals. And, you know, the beauty of it was we got to premiere at a fantastic festival, Women Texas Film Festival in Dallas, who really took care of us, um, made sure that we were showing in a great venue, and um, all of our people got to see the movie, which is amazing that our that, you know, everybody had an opportunity to go see the movie in a big theater on a big screen. That was really special to me. That has been our only film festival screening so far, other than the amazing opportunity we had at Dallas Video Festival to do a work in progress screening at the Angelica Film Festival. Oh my God, right? But um, Every time I've had a moment of re-strategizing, I think what's happened is um, I didn't take the moment to let what I had hoped was going to happen die and grieve over that. So a couple of weeks ago, I was driving out to a place I like to go hiking, and it's a good little drive. It's like a 30 to 45 minute drive, and I get to go like 75, 80 miles an hour, which makes me and my car very happy. Um... And as I was driving out there, a flash came through my brain and my body. My heart kind of seized up a little bit, and I got my throat locked down, and my eyes teared up, and I had a flash of Sundance Film Festival. And I realized, oh my gosh, I thought we were going to go do that. I don't know that I really thought we were going to go do that, but there was a part of me that wanted to go do that and wanted that to be a part of the story of our film. So 
I honored that. I got to where I was going and I thought, I need to have a memorial service for that dream. Because what's happening right now is in my being somewhere, this is taking up a lot of space and energy. I may not realize it, it may not be conscious, but it is. That feeling, that grief, that feeling of sadness, that little darkness, um, even you could even call some ang feelings of anger or depression could be clenched up in that mess. It's in there somewhere. It's just, I'm not paying attention to it very often. And it is taking up precious space. So I got out of the car and I started walking and I was like, what can I do? And what I decided to do is I sat down on a bench on the trail and I saw a little red holly berry. And I said, this is the dream of our film. This is the dream that I had around what our film was going to do. It's going to go to Sundance and we're going to go to Ken. We're going to be like, you know, indie film rock stars and everybody's going to see the movie and everybody is going to get accolades for their work. And we were going to what? Get into an art house. I'm sure that was in there somewhere. And then we're going to have this amazing launch on Amazon, right? Or iTunes or something. Some, a distributor. Let's not even talk about that. A distributor is going to pick us up and it's going to take off. So I looked at that little red holly berry and said, okay, that's the dream. And I dug a little hole and I buried it there. And I put a little stick next to it. And then I wrote, here lies my stock dream. And sat there for a minute and honored that dream that had died. And I'm going to get a tad bit choked up right now. Went on my walk so I could kind of work that out of my body. And I got back to the car and I texted Jenny McGuire. And I was like, I just had a memorial service for the movies, the dream of the movie. Because I'm not saying the movie's dead, y'all. No, just the dream around what it was, what was quote, supposed to happen with it, right? The ultimate dream, the ultimate dream. And um, she texted me back and was really supportive. And was like, I love that you did that. Um, I'm saying a prayer for you or, or I'm, I'm taking a moment. I don't remember how she worded it, but she said, you know, I'm, I'm with you right now doing that. And I have to say doing that, was so important because now that I have honored that the death of that dream I don't have to carry it with me anymore I don't have to fight against it anymore and I don't have to feel any shame around it not have having had happened because ultimately there is some shame in there that that I quote wasn't able able to make that happen um it's created a nice, clean space for me to move forward on and to put something else in that space now. So what the other interesting thing that's happened is it all of a sudden, what I needed to do with the movie became incredibly clear. Like step by step, here's what I need to do with the movie. And there was nothing attached to any of those steps. No shame, no weird feelings, no, oh, I can't do that. It was just, this is what I need to do now. And this is what we're gonna do now. And this will be enough. Um, I also don't think I often, like I realized the other day, I don't have a sense like, oh, wow, I made a feature film. That's a pretty freaking amazing thing to have done. I don't have that sense because I think I just did it one day at a time and got it done. <laughs> so I have no like 
sense of accomplishment. It, you know, it didn't blow up or anything. So, and I mean, like blow, not, it didn't explode. I mean, it didn't blow up in the, in the promo and marketing world. So, um, so just taking a pause and going, that is successful. That was, that should be a metric of success. So next time what I'm going to do is I'm going to have metrics of success lined up and they're going to be some very basic metrics of success. Like I completed the film. We will pause. We're going to celebrate this. You know, the film did this. I'm celebrating this. And I try to do that now, but I didn't have them set up before. I think I just had this huge kind of dream that was unrealistic uh, from where I was at in my career and what we could do with $43,000 to make this, you know, multi-million dollar movie. Um, and that's okay. That's totally okay. So next movie, I'm going to set some basic metrics up in advance so that I can see when we have achieved them and celebrate them. And so that if the big ass dream doesn't come to fruition, we still can celebrate what has come to fruition. And there may be people out there celebrating like crazy about this, and I don't know it. <laughs> like, oh my God, we made a movie! Um, it's, it's really that thing like in me that I'm working on. So yeah, now I have more space. I know what I'm doing with this movie, and it gives me more space to be creative for the next one because I don't have to hold on to all the crap for the one before. Yay! Anyway, I hope that this has helped somebody out there. Um, because I just do. Nobody needs to be carrying around that crap. And grieving is okay. And we don't just grieve when people die or animals die. We grieve when our dreams die. <laughs> and that's important too. So... Yay, yay, and yay. Thank you guys for listening. I love you, and I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for being here with me today. I'm Jenny Tooley, your host. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about today's episode, so please comment, review, follow, subscribe, all those things that keep our podcast thriving. Until next time.